<laughs> this is actually probably the craziest thing that's happened to me. And I hope it doesn't happen again while I'm recording. But in keeping with the podcast title, we are going to have to reset. Well, today on the podcast, do you ever want to redo? <laughs> well, we need to do a redo because the last take didn't take. Well, we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what it takes to do a reset and rest. And do you ever find yourself apologizing too much? I'm sorry. But if you're feeling guilty, you need to stop that. And I'm going to share some things I like and one thing I dislike. And finally, on this episode coming up, there will be a recommendation. Okay. (laughs) This is pretty hilarious because I just went for 20 minutes talking, and I feel like it was the best take ever, and now it will be lost to the ether, and no one will be able to know exactly how amazing and incredible that first take was. So when you ask yourself the question... Do you ever want to redo? Sometimes life gives you a redo and you just got to take take what it gives you and make lemonade out of those lemons. But I thought of this topic uh, really because in the workplace, and this happens so often, I think whether you're in you know a tough situation at work, whether you're in a tough relationship or a friendship, or whether you're going through car problems, whatever challenge is going on in your life, I think we all recognize sometimes with the chaos going on inside us or around us that we definitely need a reset. We want to redo sometimes, but we can't get a redo. So we just have to reset. And I think it's important to talk about that today because if you're like me and if you're breathing, then you definitely have stress in your life that comes and manifests in different forms. And You want to be able to quell the stress as much as you can, and sometimes getting away, having an escape is an important way of doing that. So it was a couple weeks ago, I was going through a lot of relationship and love interest issues and things at work that were stressing me out, and the weekend came and I was gone. I left and went to my parents' cabin up in the mountains, took off, I turned my phone off, Nope, I didn't airplane mode it. I literally turned it off for 36 hours and I was like, I need to reset. I need to just get away, just have a normal conversation, you know, try to get that wonder back and be a kid again, I think is important um, to just rest, relax, deep breaths, and reset. And that sometimes takes some thinking because your mind's wandering to all these different places and you have so much chaos going on that you think that you can't get away from it. And I would say the important thing is getting away. So uh, physically getting away is important. And then, um, you know, getting away from all the the connections that you have when it comes to the internet and the web pages. You want to be able to just cut it off as fast as you can. And if you're able to get with family or friends or be into a safe environment that you feel comfortable in, that's the perfect place for a reset. Because then you can really look at what matters, what's important in life. This Facebook argument doesn't matter to me. It shouldn't matter. 
Um, it's not going to make a difference a week from now. Why am I even thinking about it? Or uh, that work situation that I was so worried about. Yeah, it's important, but I'm going to put on the back burner right now that I'm just going to have to reset. Just think about your value because you definitely are valuable. And yeah, take a deep breath and try to just realize some truths about yourself and about the situation that you're in. And um, that's what I would say. So summer to me means escape. We've been on a summer break with this podcast and there's a few things that are going to be changing. I'm still trying to figure out where this podcast is going and where it, uh, where it actually remains. (laughs) Um, What do I mean by that? Well, there's some changes that are happening in this podcast. So for, for one, you're probably only hearing my voice. This is Nolan Matter speaking and you're wondering where that co-host is. If you've been a follower of our podcast for any amount of time, which is the three of you. So we really appreciate it, by the way. But Nick's taking sort of a back role in the podcast as a producer, um, more than being uh, front and center when it comes to these things. And so I get to take on the role of really diving into the issues that I find are important that I think the people want to hear. So hopefully that's you and you're one of the people who find these issues kind of, uh, you know, important and helpful in your, in your, in your life. So one thing I think about when I'm coming up with these is I don't have all the answers. I don't think anybody really has all the answers, but I try to get you thinking about the, the things that matter. That's why it's called as a matter of fact. So these are facts that we're trying to give that are helpful that can benefit your life and your place in the world. And so the demographic that we're really shifting to focus on is twenties and thirties because we're in that age range and we see the challenges and what it's like growing up in this day and age with not only all the, the just issues when it comes to like mental health and it comes to like job security and it comes to housing and it comes to, there's so many different things we could discuss and talk about that. We will probably end up getting to in later episodes of the podcast um, and how we're living our lives. But we definitely think that when we come up with a topic, we want it to be helpful to you to where you're thinking about, okay, can I go out and actually do this? Is this something I need to do? Or am I in just like a great place right now? And hopefully we make this fun. So thanks for coming on this crazy adventure with me. And let's continue down this rabbit hole of chaos. Maybe I need to reset this one more time. Probably won't though, because it's past my bedtime and I'm trying to do this real quick and it's not turning out super quick, but such is life. You sometimes have to muscle through the challenges. So I'm not going to apologize for it because if you're like me, now we're switching gears, but in the similar vein, do you find yourself apologizing too much? Well, stop. (laughs) I mean, I have so many thoughts about this and I think you just got to value yourself more is super important because when you're apologizing to people, you're in a sense letting people walk all over you. They're not valuing you. And if they're giving you dirty looks, I think we, and I'm talking about me collectively here because I do this a lot. I think we're so easy to please other people that we apologize because we're really saying, please like me instead of actually saying, sorry. So I would say stand your ground and that's not to be adversarial or confrontational. That's just saying you're being who you are. Um, You're probably not even saying anything offensive or that bad. You're saying your opinion on something and then, or you do something that's not that you're not even guilty of. I think we get these uh, ideas of guilt that build up so much inside of us because we have so much care for other people or what other people think about us. 
And that's why we end up apologizing. So, you know, it's like stepping on someone's toe. Yeah, you can apologize for that. Um, and they can give you a dirty look. But I mean, if you didn't really step on their toe, you don't really need to apologize for almost stepping on their toe because you didn't step on their toe. So I think that's an important thing. And standing your ground gets a bad rap, but you're you're literally standing in your position and you're not backing down. You're not cowering. And I think that's important because that shows that you're just being who you are. So there you go. Now, now that I think I've covered for the most part, well, well back to reset just a second, because there's um, a lot of RE words that I think I can just give you. But there's this quote that talks about reset, readjust, restart, refocus, do as many times as you need to do it, and don't quit. So that's super important because there's going to be times in your life where you're going to want to give up whether it's in a relationship, you're only going to give up because you're, you're having an argument or you're having a situation that's causing you lots of stress or whether it's in a work environment that's causing you lots of stress or whether it's your car that breaks down that's causing you lots of stress. Whatever the situation is that's causing you lots of stress, um, it's, it's good to take a step back and really evaluate it and try to not freak out about it as much as possible and really just take a breath and calm yourself, find that center, and that's how you reset and you readjust. I like the word readjust because it's not saying you're changing the situation, but you're looking at it from a different angle. And so you can see a new perspective to it, and maybe you can turn it into a positive thing. So that's just a fun thing to think about. Like if you're driving down the road, for instance, here's a really cheesy example, and there happens to be an accident you know, that stops you. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm stopped. I'm going to be late. And then you drive to work and your work has burned down, but you weren't inside. So like, that's great. That's awesome. Like you were late and you lived. Okay. That's definitely way too far. I I apologize for that. We're going to move on (laughs) to things that I like. Um, Oh, but yeah, speaking of redos, I just finished seeing the Lion King tonight and they came out with a redo of the Lion King. And it's a redo, but it's not because when you redo something, you're taking something that was bad and you're updating it, right? Like, let's say you had a first bad impression with somebody and you want to redo that first impression because you had a bad first impression. You're going back and you're actually changing it from what it was and you're making it better. Now, I don't think Disney knows what they're doing in this sense because they're not changing something for the better. The Lion King was fine how it was. It's a classic. It's iconic. But now they've changed it to where it's just okay. And it's visually stunning. Everybody's going to say that. It's breathtaking. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. All those adjectives to describe it. But at the end of the day, it's all right. You know, I definitely did not enjoy it. But the old one is way better for several reasons. First of all, the villains in the original Disney movies are way more menacing than these redos. So I don't know if they're not trying to be menacing or not, but I feel like they're not trying. But yeah, so Disney needs to reset their, um, I think, understanding of what they're doing with these redos and what they're trying to accomplish. And I think they're hitting their goals because their goal starts with an M, money. And they're, they're doing a great job with that. But is, you know, what's it for? 
what are they doing it for? But yeah, that's that's my lame two cents on the, the Disney movie that I'm not going to apologize for, by the way, because you can read critics' reviews and you can read anybody else's. And if you really wanted somebody to agree with you, I'm sure you could find somebody to agree with you. Not necessarily here to do that. I'm here to give you the cold, hard facts, as a matter of fact. So what are some things I like? Well, Stranger Things. The season, season four of Stranger Things, which isn't currently out yet, because I almost said that, but no, season three of Stranger Things that I just finished was incredible. Um, there's so many great things about it. It's hard to even figure out where to begin. First of all, it was a trip. It was a ride. And speaking of rides, the carnival that they have is amazing. I love carnivals, fairs. They're awesome. I went to the California State Fair last week. So great. I'll probably go again. And the, yeah, all the rides are the same. So it's just like a classic, a classic thing brings back so many good memories and bad ones. Cause I threw up on a ride one time, but that's neither here nor there. But yes, I would say my favorite characters in stranger things are Dustin and Steve, um, that duo and that dynamic. And I think I like Steve. I resonate so much with Steve, not necessarily because I work at an ice cream shop. I don't maybe because I think of myself as a cool guy, but in reality, uh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm a loser. I don't know. But Steve's pretty awesome. Uh, He doesn't seem to always get what he wants, which is kind of a bummer because I'm rooting for him every single step of the way. But I think he's like a great mentor to Dustin, who's also a great mentor to him. And they have this great dynamic in this, uh, this season, but as well as other characters that I think do really well in the season. And I definitely enjoyed where they took these characters and what they did and how they explain things, but also have some new mysteries surrounding things. It's definitely super interesting. So it's definitely worth your time if you're into that kind of thing. I would say it does get scarier. <laughs> Not that I'm scared of it, but I feel like Stranger Things, the first one was like rated PG. And then the second one's like PG-5. That's even a rating. This one's definitely past PG-13 because it's up there. So I don't know who their, their test audience is. But since they're doing the nostalgia thing, which I think is also an interesting thing because, you know, looking at back at the 2010s, we're such a nostalgia like decade that all we're doing is looking back and thinking of how fond like the sixties were, how fond the seventies were and the eighties and everything. And we're so high on nostalgia right now that I think when we look back, what is really going to make the 2010s stand out as like its own decade, it's going to be the nostalgia decade, but neither here nor there. Another thing I like, I hiked Yosemite Falls this past weekend, and that was an incredible experience. Um, Talk about a reset. I mean, it was 7.6 miles, starting from the valley floor. It's about 4,000 feet above sea level with a elevation gain of 2,500 feet. And so you're going up to the top of this incredible gorgeous view, which overlooks the valley. And if you've never been to Yosemite, you've got to take a trip. I mean, make the time to get there because it is just fantastic and beautiful in every single way. And there's challenging hikes that that was a challenging hike, but so worth it. But there's other hikes that you can do that are less challenging, but it's just a way to get out there and reset. I mean, mind, body, and spirit. Let me tell you, you need to get out into the wilderness and into the environment and really get away from the chaos of, you know, the black mirror, as they would call it, which is your cell phone. So get away and yeah. All right. On to a thing that I 
dislike. I have to have, have ah. Sorry, I should be drinking water. I've been talking for like the last 40 minutes without a glass of water, and it's the deliriousness is starting to get to me. And uh, that can also be an excuse for why I'm adding this into my next section of one thing I dislike. But I have to add some qualifiers to this because I don't want people to get the wrong impression of what I'm saying. So a couple things. On this podcast, I don't necessarily enjoy talking about politics. I'll talk about politics one-on-one with anybody. Definitely never talk about politics on Facebook because everybody gets pretty sensitive and nobody has constructive dialogue there. But there's there's times when pop culture runs midstream politics. And so what's happening in the culture is going on politics and it just seems to be conforming into one that's happening more and more these days. But this story that I was reading last week that went viral and everybody's talked about it and it seems to be a big controversy is very much ingrained in the culture and what we think and what we do. And so I thought it was interesting and it's something I thought would be worth talking about. But another qualifier, just want to say, I love the environment. Okay. I use Tupperware, which is plastic, but it's reusable plastic. Um, I have a water bottle that's reusable, so I'm not using plastic. I pick up trash. I recycle. I I'm pro environment. You know, I will take care of the environment, you know, planting things, gardening, whatever, when it comes to the environment, I want to breathe fresh air. I want to drink clean water. I want to leave a better place for our kids and generations to come. I'm all about renewable energy. I'm very pro environment. So I got, I got to say that as a qualifier because I mean, I could, I could bore you all the day long with all the things I love about this environment that we live in. Cause I was, I mean, I saw a double rainbow guys in Yosemite. That's a great environment to have, but uh, Oh yeah. One more thing. I was born in a barn. I mean, not on par with Jesus or anything who was born stable, but I'm just saying me and the environment were pretty close. Okay. Now, what is that? All that to say, there's this thing happening in our country where straws are causing outrage and rightly so. Okay. Straws are probably the worst invention of all time. And I'll tell you why, because when you have a glass of water, um, how would you drink that water? without a straw. It is the simplest thing in the world. And I'm saying this because I don't know when straws were invented. I don't know who invented straws. Um, I hope they're burning in hell right now because straws are the mark of evil on our society. And it got even worse this week because not only that, we thought we eradicated straws. We thought the bans on straws were going to have some impact and effect and it was going to save the world. But... Alas, it did nothing because, lo and behold, Trump saw an opportunity. Because here's the thing, guys. I mean, when you see an opportunity to sell steaks or something, you got to do it, I guess. Or to sell vodka, you got to do it, I guess. And so he saw an opportunity where a market was empty because we stopped selling straws, I'm sure. And so nobody was buying straws. And then he's like, oh, I know what I'll sell. A product that was discontinued. So now Trump's straws are a thing. I've heard they're reusable. Or they're not reusable. Who cares? There's draws. We shouldn't be doing this. And so it was pretty outrageous to hear about this. But I also had a reaction that I think a lot of people had. And that was uh, Trump sucks. So <laughs> that's kind of apt that he's using. Stra- I mean, it makes sense, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm going too hyperbolic when it comes to this. And maybe I'm freaking out just a little bit too much. But Or maybe it's just the right amount. All that to say, 
Don't use straws or you will definitely suck. All right. Well, there's that. Finally, there's a recommendation. Um, I wanted to recommend that you take some time. If you're trying to reset, listen to the Jonas Brothers new album. It's titled Happiness Begins. And I know there's those poppy midstream songs that are in the beginning that are like sucker and cool. But honestly, there's so many other songs. And when you listen to it, you're like, wow, this is a different side of the Jonas Brothers. You have Only Human. You have Used to Be. Don't Throw It Away. There's so many great um, additions to this album. And this recommendation, I think, it spans. I think it spans just not just their album, but any album. I think if you listen to a song that you enjoy from an artist, you should go to the album and check out their entire album. That's what I would recommend you do because that way you have a deeper knowledge of that artist and what the craft that they're creating. And then when people are asking you like, what song do you like by this person? You can pick out a song that they didn't even know about and you could dive into, you know, your little, uh, I was going to say wardrobe, but that's definitely not the right place uh, where you put albums. I don't know. Your, your album box, cassette tapes, whatever. You can, your treasure trove of understanding of music that you have built upon from listening to entire albums, you could grab in there and be like, here, take this. This is, this is what you need to hear, bro. So yeah, I think you should definitely check out their whole album. If you listen to a song that you like, check out that person's whole album and then deepen your knowledge and understanding in the world of music because Music is also, I think, a gift that helps you reset. All right. Well, that I think is going to wrap it up for me. Um, it's been quite the pleasure being able to be your guide on this journey. And probably should have had you all take a deep breath. You might be going into a long week. It might be difficult. We're all facing different challenges. So whatever you're doing, going to get through it. I hope this podcast was helpful in some way, and I hope you're able to connect with us on Facebook. Um, we don't post there often, but you're welcome to ask us questions and reach out to us and give us ideas. And hopefully this platform will grow as it continues to do, and we'll see where it goes from here. So until next time, have an incredible week.